Thanks for your flexibility. You're welcome. I saw Brady this afternoon and I said, are you, are you glad to see me? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. Well, yeah. you still got that Batman voice. Yeah, well, I'm Batman. <laughs> oh, it takes me back to the... takes me back to the... My brain... I'm on... I got brain fog. It takes me back to Trunk or Treat. When Sarah told me she was right. having the baby. Yeah. Yeah. I was in character, man. <laughs> I was in character. So... You're funny, you know. You're a funny guy. Well, I appreciate it. Your that. dad's way funnier. <laughs> yeah. He. Uh, I actually just talked to him it. as I was driving in, and I was like, "I was like, Dad, did you ever listen to the podcast?" He was like, "Yeah." Oh, he did. Yeah. He's like, "Why does anybody listen to that?" It's <laughs> like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Everybody loved it. Everybody said you're really funny." He was like, "Huh." Oh yeah. People don't have better things to do. Oh my goodness. I was like, Dad, like. No, they they don't. I was like, <laughs> you listen to it while you were driving. So so do people. Yeah. It's just something to listen to, and mm. yeah, he's just so naturally. Mm-hmm. He has a good speaking voice too. He does. I think I referenced that during the taping of it or the recording. The mm-hmm. taping. Oh man, I'm really struggling. The mm-hmm. taping. Yeah. Anybody can understand that reference. Well, you know, the one thing, because I did listen to it, mm-hmm. and the one thing I realized is now that we have a camera. Yeah. Because there are multiple things that we said that right. only applied if you were watching yeah. on the camera. I so know. We have to be conscious of that if we say something. Hey, it just, you know, that's just going to drive our YouTube hits yeah. up. Like, okay, see this thing that I'm holding here? And you can go, wow, that's amazing. Where did you get that? And we'll talk all about it, but we'll right. never talk about what it is. Because if you... If you only listened to the podcast, Dad throughout the podcast was drinking out of his Grace Hill mug, and then like he kept just randomly posing and staring <laughs> at the camera and winking, like as we were talking. And I realized we never explained what we would laugh about mm-hmm. or what he was doing. So you only got that if you were listening if to you're, If you're watching, watching the podcast, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he for somebody who didn't want to do it and who was nervous mm-hmm. about it. Um, yeah, he was he was great. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to having him back. Actually, <laughs> you know, are you? <laughs> I think he's more of a one hit wonder. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We don't want to ruin the moment. <laughs> the expectations would be too high. Yeah, the exactly. Next time. Yeah. He'd come on with all new opinions. <laughs> right. He's like, actually, since the last recording, I've been thinking about a lot of things and taking yeah. a lot of notes. So this one might go a little bit longer than an hour. Right. Yeah. So tell everybody what's wrong with you. Oh, um, yeah, nothing's nothing's wrong. I just... Cold showers don't work. They do. That's evidence. <clears throat> they do. No, because... I'm not sick. I take warm showers. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah has been... You know, kind of under the weather for a couple of weeks. You know, maybe going on three, and it, it got to the point where she was sort of complacent about the coughing, and so instead of like really being, mm-hmm. and plus they they sneak up on you, you know, and so she was just like coughing, no cover, no arm, whatever, and uh, in the in bed, mm-hmm. and then I let that I let that idea sink in my head. I was like, at some point in time. Like, my robust immune system is gonna scream, Uncle, mm-hmm. and um, and it, it. I thought that I was just losing my voice from overuse. We had the eighth mm-hmm. grade girls state basketball championship game. Did you win? We got second place. Oh. We got beat Lincoln Lutheran. It's mm-hmm. the second time they've gotten us. Mm-hmm. We are going to nationals though. How do you get to go? Invited. Wow. Yeah. So at the end of this month, we're going to beautiful Fort Wayne, Indiana. Where do they play it at? I guess the convention center. Interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. Back in my day, we used to get to play at Valparaiso. Valparaiso. Yeah. Yeah. 
that was really cool because that was back when like they were big mm-hmm. when like uh bryce drew hit the shot and you know in the tournament and and so yeah to get to go play at valparaiso like was yeah yeah it was pretty cool hollowed ground yeah yeah no now it's just the conventions which is i mean i think it's going to be great and really exciting we played at seward in the arena mm. um for the state championship game and they had like an announcer you know and they did oh all that. cool yeah and we were unprepared for that so our girls were like they're gonna do what <laughs> i don't want them to say my name right and then we got a wave and lincoln lutheran apparently their coach had a better understanding of what was going to happen so they had like a little routine where they all go down the line they call their name they come out and they t- high five and then they circle they back ready. yeah and then we're like <laughs> kayla bressman <laughs> <laughs> so, for those not watching the video feed he was waving i was doing the parade and wave. shrugging yes, yes and like rolling my shoulders <laughs> like i'm lacking confidence like an eighth grade girl quite yes. frankly um but yeah i thought i was losing my voice because of that and and coaching cameron he had he had three games this weekend and just just all the stuff you know we moved on friday and it was really really cool how is the new house it's great. Yeah. So, so, so happy. So happy. Have to, you taken a dip in the lake yet? Uh, it's frozen. Where our, where our beach is, it's like frozen. Have you done ice fishing yet? <laughs> no. No, man. I don't even know where my socks and underwear are yet. Still trying to dig out. Mm-hmm. But kids are happy having their own rooms, their own space, their own things. Uh, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really cold. It was like zero degrees on Friday. And, um, so I thought, yeah, maybe it's just like all of the things, but then it turns out ultimately that I caught whatever my wife had. You're supposed to sing tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's that going to go? be fine. You'll be ready. Mm. Did you ever watch friends? No. That is a show that a lot of people like that. I cannot stand. Yeah. That's okay. You either, either love it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there's a character called Phoebe, and she sings the guitar and wrote a song called yeah. Smelly Cat, which I'm sure you're, you've at least heard of that. Smelly Cat. Mm-hmm. No? Mm-mm. Smelly Cat, Smelly Cat, what are they feeding you? No? You don't no. know that? So anyway, she gets a cold, and she's like, oh, no, I won't be able to sing, you know? And, and then she's like, ooh, wait, this raspy voice, you know, kind of like Batman, this raspy yeah. voice is kind of cool. So it'll be probably like that. It'll be fine. Yeah. And Nate. You know, Nate will be there too, so he can he can uh, carry. I mean, mm. it's it's during coffee and dessert. You can do a lot of raspy songs, though. Do some Rod Stewart. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Does he and sing I with told a, Does he sing you with an accent? lately that I love you? Does he sing with an accent? I don't know. Does mm-hmm. he? So he fakes an American accent? That's what you're saying? No. Speaking of conspiracies, <laughs> between having your dad on the podcast last week, yeah. talking about... <laughs> excuse me. <coughs> I wish I had a cough button. Talking about moon landings and whatnot, or, you know... Lack moon, thereof. Right, lack thereof. Um, and then we rolled right into the Sunday's message about mm-hmm. creation. Yeah. And... I, there are dozens and dozens of of um, conspiracy theories, I think, as it relates to how we got to be here, who we are, what we are, mm-hmm. how old the earth is, all, all those things. Yeah, big and, questions. And yeah, I, I, it, was a, it was a fun sermon. The feedback has been pretty... Um, Unified in that everybody experienced the passion that you had. Mm. And they're like, oh, it was great. It was amazing. He was so passionate. He was like really, you mm-hmm. know, intense. And I was like, well, that's because he's a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you do. You know what you need? What do well, I you need? know what we need to do is what? we need to get you. I'm talking way too much for this. We need to get you a whiteboard, a smart board up there. Mm-hmm. Where you can draw, yeah, while you're preaching, and I mean seriously for like educational, informational oh, yeah. things, a visual thing, but also because I bet you just go nuts. I would, 
Like one of those screens like the sports people have where you can circle yes. stuff and X and yeah. you take this and then you go around to this. Like John Madden? Yes. And then this <laughs> this word correlates with this word. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. I wonder how we'd do that. <gasps> I know. I know how we'll do it. Okay. Well, that's for another time. I just came up. I just came up with something. I know this thing exists. I'll just say, like it, you, where you have a little smart board. Yeah. But it's Bluetooth communicates to the to the LED wall. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that'd be okay. You have it right there in the pole. Yeah. Just, oh man, look at us. I'm telling you, seriously, I think people would love that. I think you would love it too. Yeah, I would use it. Next level. Try finally get your messages up to a watchable. <laughs> yeah, people, people are like okay, I can tolerate this. Yeah, yeah. Now that he's, now that he's got that, I can tolerate it. Yeah, I guess I don't have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, so your dad so, told me to keep you humble. So well, I need it. So uh, from the sermon, like what what did you think are kind of some of the strongest mm. points for creation? For for creation, well, I'll say, <clears throat> oh man, I I really intended on saying very little, by the way. Okay. So I'll check out here in a second. But one of the things that I really appreciated about it mm-hmm. was how you went into the carbon dating process. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go back. I'll I'll get to your question, but I just wanted to say I wanted to say that because yeah. that seems to be from a scientific community perspective mm-hmm. like well this is game set match right you know everything's billions of years old and based on biblical yeah. text that's not possible um but that i thought how you laid that in i know why you had to talk so fast oh yeah there's just so much you like you got through a lot of material yeah there there was a ton that i had to mm-hmm. cut down or not give all the background to mm-hmm. of how they got there. So, yeah, I think the, the thing that, that probably resonated with me the most was, was how science continues to reveal biblical truths. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say confirm or affirm because maybe, maybe affirm is a better word. Um, but I like reveal, I, you know, yeah. because it, we read the Bible and we believe the Bible to be God's word and, and, and true. So I don't want to say affirm because he doesn't need our affirmation, but yeah, but it, it does reveal, um, most certainly, um, the, 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 uh, fish fossils that are found at the top of mountains. Mm, um, right. The, the dinosaurs that are stacked in, in death pose. Right. Um, in, a concentrated area right. like those things I think are, are just, they just further reveal how, um, how much everything lines up. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So for, <clears throat> for those that listened, um, uh, a lot of people were asking what, what were the sources? Um, Oh, so interesting. So really I used, uh, two big websites, um, Answers in Genesis, which is the people behind the Ark Encounter mm-hmm. in Kentucky. Yeah. Um, and so their website, and they have videos and information. And then the other one is a, uh, a group called the Alpha Omega Institute. And I've actually heard one of their speakers a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, I forget his first name, but his last name is... is Moser, like M-A-U-S-E-R, Mauser. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that. But I've heard him speak a couple times, and I've taken notes like through it all. And, um, and they uh, point you to all these different things and sources and you know all that kind of stuff. Um, and so uh, those – and then um, there's a couple books that I have on the shelf too mm-hmm. about evolution and, and versus creation and stuff like that. Um, but a lot of this stuff is, is easily accessible. You can see these things. Um, it's on the internet, uh, and you can find that not that you should believe everything that's on the internet. Um, but, 
it, it's all it's all out there, and it's stuff that I've collected over because I preached on this um, about three years ago. Was the last time I looked it up, um, and I've held on to some of this stuff and, and information and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, it, this is, this is a huge battle for our kids. Um, and, and, and even a lot of adults, you know, um, there's adults that are in the medical field or in the science field and, and, you know, this is their life and this is what they have studied for years. Mm -hmm. And our kids have to sit there and wrestle with, you know, going to school and being told, you know, like this is fact and this is what it is and yeah. this is how it works. And, and then they come to church and they hear, well, no, no, this is fact and this is how it is and this is what God did. And, and they have to wrestle with that. And, um, and so this is a, a huge topic for us to really dive into because the, the Bible holds up, you know, like uh, you, you, you don't have to turn off your brain to be a Christian. You, in fact, the, you can dive deep and the, the Bible will hold up mm -hmm. and, and our faith will hold up and God holds up. And so you can dive in and you can ask the hard questions. And, and so, you know, what we started with was just the basic of, you know, who created it? How did all this start? Where did it start from? Um, and, and like everyone, I think, points to different things. I listened to all these speakers and I grabbed what I thought the, were their best and most compelling arguments. And for me, it backs down to, you know, that, that scientists, including Albert Einstein, um, have proven that the universe is rapidly expanding. Yeah. That, like, right now, just, which boggles my mind to think, like, so what is it expanding into? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what, what's outside of it? Yeah. Like, wh what is it expanding? Is there, like, what do we call that thing? Like, yes. a big box of possible space. Like the Truman Show where, you know, you finds the stairs at the edge of right. the horizon and then it, it, and goes, then it goes up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but from what we understand, like there's, I guess it's nothing. I guess it's nothingness. Yeah. It's there's nothing. nothingness, which is just mind boggling. I know. Um, but the universe is expanding and pushing back the nothing, I guess you would say. Um, but it's not that it's stretching. It's, it's literally still growing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so w scientists immediately, once they figured this out, and this was back in like 1923, <clears throat> so about a hundred years ago, they figured this out. Um, they started working backwards and they started doing their math equations and they started, you know, figuring things out and they can trace everything back to a single point. And they, I, I don't, there's so much debate of when and how and what date and all this kind of stuff. Um, but it, it correlates to that this wasn't always just sitting here. That's the big thing that they figured out. Mm -hmm. That it wasn't like the universe has just always been sitting here. It started. Mm -hmm. And in order for something to start, something or someone has to start it. And so that's the debate is what started it. And no matter what you want to point to, Big Bang, two atoms mm -hmm. collide at supersonic speeds. Okay, how? Yeah. Where did they come from? Um, that, you know chemicals mixed with chem okay where did the chemicals come from okay. because we know that there's nothing and science has and that's what um was pointed out over and over again by these top scientists you know it's interesting at the kind of middle level you have your science teachers and your doctors and your you know the people that have studied science today um they all point to evolution and and create or um you know big bang and all mm -hmm. these things but yet the people at the very forefront, at the pinnacle of these careers and these, you know, astrophysicists and, you know, stuff like this, they are pointing all of them mm. at the highest level to still the unknown. Yeah. Like they don't give, and, and that's the thing. When, when I said like these people are pointing to this stuff, they're not pointing to God. None of them are. But you read what they write and what they're doing is saying there is something beyond our knowledge that we cannot understand. Mm. And when they boil it all down to it, they say, look, science has zero answers for how something can come from nothing. We have no, that's, that's not what science is. Mm -hmm. Science is observing and, and studying and trying to experiment. And you have to have yeah. something to work with. Yes. So from, from what I've, well, from what I understand for something to be a scientific fact, it has to be observable and it has to be um, 
able to be replicated. replicated. Right. And just jumping maybe beyond where you are now um, with regard to the evolution, the evolution of man. It's, it's you know, neither observable nor has it been replicated. Nor, nor is, is there historical evidence. Nor is there, yeah. Yeah. No. So, so yeah, you, you, you look at our creation. Um, the top scientists in the world all are saying they have no explanation for how something can come from nothing. Mm-hmm. But the Bible does. Um, and that's where we jump to, to faith. And God says, out of nothing, he made everything. Yeah. Ex hilo is the Latin phrase, out of nothing. Um, mm-hmm. That he spoke it into existence. In Hebrews, it talks about that he took the invisible and made it visible, that he mm-hmm. just, he created something out of nothing. Yeah. Um, and so we see, we, we see an answer to that, where science does not have an answer to that. Mm-hmm. They have no idea for the origin of everything. Um, and then we got a little bit into the, the six days of creation. Um, and, uh, you know, the, it, it is what it is. You know, there, there are the Christians that say, I believe it's millions of years. Do I think somebody's going to hell over that? No, but I do think you are calling God a liar, which is a, it's a sin. You know, God says, I made this in six days. All of the language tells us that he is talking about a 24 hour day. Mm -hmm. Um, and that he created it. Now, if you want to believe it was millions of years, um, the Bible doesn't support that. And what I think you're doing is saying my own reason and my own education and my, and my school system tells me that this is right. And I know better. And I have to take my best wisdom and make it fit with the Bible. And that's Mm -hmm. not what we do. The Bible, the Bible sits over our wisdom. Right. Um, and so six days of creation. Yeah. Like that's, that's what God says. That's what he says that there was morning and there was evening the first day. Morning and evening the first day. Yeah. Morning and evening the second day. Like, that's a day. That's a 24-hour day. Um, and so he creates it. Uh, then we talked about how old the earth was, and we got into that carbon dating. And, and um, it's estimated that of the hundreds of, of ways that you can age and date things, about 90% of them do not support the earth being billions of years old. Mm. Um, the, you know, and I, I pointed out and I should have looked up some of this stuff more, but you know, like the salt in the ocean points to a much younger earth. Um, and there's tons of different things that you can study and look at. And it was interesting. I was watching something, um, and they were talking about, uh, the, the scientist was pointing out how messed up science is. And he said, you know, um, we found that during a volcanic eruption, uh, that wood was petrified in days and scientists, this was literally the title of an article after this, right? It said, um, it, it, it says, uh, volcano does in days what takes millions of years. And he pointed out <laughs> how stupid Science is when something just gets proven that it can be done in days, it doesn't take millions of years. (laughs) And I don't know what petrified wood is and how that all works, Mm -hmm. but like scientists believe it takes millions of years to do it. And yet it happened in a couple days after a volcanic eruption. And yet they stuck with, look, this happened in days. What usually takes millions of years. Maybe a better title to that would have been because this just happened. This petrification just happened in days. Perhaps we've been wrong yes. about the timeline. Right. right. Yeah. So I mean it just it shows it just shows that science does its best and look, I'm not I'm not saying our kids shouldn't study absolutely they should study science. Absolutely our kids have to pass these tests, you know, and stuff like that. But all of this points to God and brings out more incredible things about God. Um the more we study science, you know, the, the more incredible it is. Like, I mean, just getting into the details of your own body, you have 60, 
or 75 trillion cells in your body. Inside each cell of your body is the the ability, your your DNA and ability to replicate and all this kind of stuff. And like they can stretch out your DNA and it would have like just a little DNA information in one cell of your body would fill, I think it's like a hundred thousand books. Like the, the language pattern that they have, like they have these letter codes. Yeah. Like, a hundred thousand books in one cell in your body. Like that's the, like, I think when you study that kind of stuff, you can see that we're not simple creatures. We're not a simple cell that just developed a leg one day and mutated into this. Like Mm -hmm. we are incredibly complex, like incredibly complex. Well, and and if you think about, you think about everyday items or things in nature that are, that are certainly not as complex as, as we are. Um, but yet they, they can't be replicated. Like we can't just create them. No. You know, we can't just create a rose. No. Um, and yet the beauty of it is, right. Is, um, no, indescribable. It, yeah. it, it, we, the more we dive into science, the more you have to stand in awe of who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we talked about, you know, the, the millions of years that, that the Bible actually points to the, the world being much younger. Um, there are some people that say 6,000 years based on the genealogies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can a hundred percent base the age of the earth on the genealogies because, um, we, we don't know that they didn't skip some generations like that. They didn't just say the significant names throughout the geome- genealogies, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, the, the earth is definitely much younger. And then, you know, I talked about the dinosaurs that we, we still have 50 dinosaur fossils that are, um, that are unfossilized, meaning they still have red blood cells mm-hmm. inside of them, meaning they have to be thousands of years old, not millions of years old, that dinosaurs roam the earth since the, the sixth day of creation mm-hmm. with human beings. Yeah. Um, and there's tons of evidence of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you said the, the, Pictures in the caves of yeah drawings the, yeah the, we we have you know in the southwest United States we have uh, drawings of pterodactyls um, that uh, in in Thailand and on temples they have drawings of ankyosauruses which they would have no idea ever existed yeah um, that there was a um, there was a monk in Europe somewhere that was uh, known for collecting rare animals. And on the church, um, he he drew um, something like a brachiosaurus, but it had spikes on its tail. And this is in the, you know, I don't know, 1000s 1200s, something like that. Um, and uh, we didn't know an animal like that even existed mm. until 50 years ago when they dug one up in Africa. So how did he know that there was this type of dinosaur? Because, you know, like you can go a hundred years ago and there's reports of, you know, explorers and stuff deep in the Congo finding dinosaur creatures, Mm. you know, like large creatures that they had to kill. And, um, you can, you can look at, um, uh, medieval times, like the word dinosaur only came around in, in 1941 before Mm -hmm. that it was giant lizards. 1941. Yeah. 41. That was when the word dinosaur came into existence. So before that, what was the word used all throughout the Middle Ages? Dragons. Mm. Yeah. And we have reports of stories of Gilgamesh and, you know, in India and Europe of them slaying dragons in caves and, you know, these large creatures that mysteriously look just like dinosaurs Mm -hmm. when you, you know, and they breathe fire or something like that. But you know, that could have been fear or there's actually these frogs in the Amazon that combine two chemicals and shoot out a fire-like substance out of their mouth. You know, like there's tons of things that we see that, that just support, you know, and, and even in the Bible, um, it, in Genesis, it talks about when giants roam the earth. Um, uh, in the book of Joshua, I want to say it talks about the hornet that there was a large flying thing of death. In Job, it talks about Leviathan and Behemoth. Mm. These giant, Leviathan's a giant sea monster mm. that's bigger than anything, can crush 
boats and you know and behemoth has legs the size of tree trunks and you know like neck as long as you know like he's in the book of job describing dinosaurs, dinosaurs. you know like that these things yeah. existed you know like um and uh and so what would have happened to them well the flood mm. and we we talked about that um the the world shows evidence of the bible over and over that mm. there was a giant flood and we talked about that there are marine animals there's like uh these invertebrates like kind of like horseshoe crabs yeah. that are fossilized on mount everest how did they get up there mm. well because it was underwater yeah um that uh um, the Grand Canyon could have been formed in hours during a great flood. Fun, yeah. Um, that uh, we we see ten thousand uh, hadrosaurs and and myosaurs. Um, these are large ten to twenty ton uh, dinosaurs, and they're stacked on top of each other in a giant deathbed in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And, and like, how do you get all? <laughs> you get I mean, it's like ten thousand of them. How do you get them to lay on top of each other and all die on top of each other? Right. No, they died in the flood. Mm-hmm. And as the waters receded, they went to the lowest point right. and settled there in the mud. Um, we see dinosaurs. We find their skeletons in the death pose all the time. And this is pretty disgusting. But how they figured out what that was was they took chickens and they shoved them into mud and and watched how they die. And they all die in that death in that pose. pose. And you can look this up, what a death pose is. Um, and it's where their heads cocked back and they're, you know, like, cause they're, they're suffocating. Yeah. Um, and they find dinosaurs in that, that pose all the time because they died in the flood. Um, and then it, you know, post flood, um, the, the waters would have been extremely warm, uh, and then cooled. Uh, there would have been some volcanic, um, activity and it created the, the, um, the ice age. Right. And and that's what we see today because they've scientists have proven once again that um the the ice and the the north and south pole is so thick, it's miles and miles thick. And yet they don't receive enough snow to ever replenish it. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't happen because of snow. That somehow there was this, uh, an an ice age where everything froze and it's just been able to hold steady because the, there's not enough snow to ever support that much ice mm-hmm. ever being there. Um, and so we, we point to all these things and we're like, look, there was a flood, you know, and that killed off the dinosaurs and the ones that, um, so either dinosaurs were on the ark, they could have been eggs. You have to also remember the vast majority of dinosaurs are no bigger than a cow. Yeah. You know, so like there could have been dinosaurs on the ark. Um, and then people are like, well, how'd the ark work? Well, if you read your Bible, it says he took two of every kind. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind is like family, mm-hmm. like, and they've traced dogs back to wolves. They know that all dogs yeah. genetically can be traced back to, to wolves. It's right. so interesting. You know, like, uh, with genetics, you have, uh, a capital A and a little a, a capital B and a little B, a capital C and a little C. Mm-hmm. Um, and when two dogs mate, they're the, uh, the primary, you know, it's just like human beings with yeah. eye color and hair so, color uh, and all that, like primary and uh, the dominance, dominant yeah. one and the recessive and recessive genes. And you have this and they've, they've been able to prove that you can trace all, all dogs back to two wolves. Yeah. So, the same thing on the ark. We don't need one of every species on the ark. Mm-hmm. We need one of every kind, kind on the ark. Um, and and they estimate that you know maybe a, a couple thousand animals, and they all aren't giant. He could have gotten babies. Right. You know, elephants, two babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and then he said, um, but you know, we we can point to all of this stuff to show that science once again supports the the Bible. Um, but probably the the biggest thing is evolution. You know that's that's really the strong strong scientific um, battle that we have today. Is what do we do with evolution? Like we know that we grew from cells and then we morphed and we morphed and we morphed and we grew all this. And yet what we're seeing today is scientists all over the world, all over the world, are ripping apart evolution. Darwin's beliefs just do not stack up to the evidence that Mm -hmm. we find um and i quoted two different harvard now and i have to say the two guys i quoted in the sermon neither one of them say it's god right of course 
But both yeah. of them tear apart his... And both sure. of them say, w- I'm not going to stop searching until I find the answer, mm-hmm. but I know the answer isn't this. And and I think that that just goes to speak of, of the scientific um, method, the approach, is in to look at a theory and try to disprove it. Yeah. You know? Um, you might think that's that's sort of a negative way to look at it, but no. If there's a theory that's presented, then it's um, it's the pursuit of, of of knowledge to try to disprove and and poke holes and, and find things that are wrong with it mm-hmm. um, for the sake of knowledge, for the sake of of information and truth, for the sake of truth. I guess is a better way to put it. Um. So yeah, you, you look at evolution. And what what science is showing over and over is in the thousands and thousands of years that animals have been in existence, and they would argue, scientists would argue millions of years that they've been in existence, Mm -hmm. we've seen zero species change species. Right. We've seen zero kinds change kinds, Mm -hmm. or family change family. Um, That uh, in order for evolution to be true, we would have to find in the fossil records and today out in public yeah. species in, in be- transition in between. Yeah. We'd have to see these in betweens sure. in order for it to be true. Uh, we'd have to see turtles with feathers. We'd have to see dolphins with legs, horses with wings. Like in order for evolution to be true, we would have to see it in the fossil records and we would have to see it in uh, nature today. Mm-hmm. And we see zero evidence of it. We know that is uh, that we can find horseshoe crabs, um, fossilized with the dinosaurs, and they're the exact same body structures today. Because what we have found is this: it is impossible for any living creature to change its own DNA makeup mm. on its own. It's impossible. Mm. We do not have, and even the foremost atheist and scientist, Richard Dawkins, was asked that question directly. Um, and you you can look this up, um, uh, the video of it. Um, and, and he was asked, can you show us any type of evidence for anything in, in nature mm-hmm. changing its DNA makeup to change from species to species? Mm-hmm. And he says, no. But I'm not going to stop looking. Right. Sure. Okay. Right. Look um, away. And then we, we talked about, um, you know, the, you, you just don't find this, that the fossil records do not support any species ever changing from species and we have mm-hmm. 1 billion fossils that we have found to date um over 120 years of research none of it supports it um that and dna supports this that dna barcodes which i, I said i didn't understand what they mean and i, I still don't i read a thing i don't know what it, <laughs> a dna barcode is um but these scientists are saying dna barcodes have interestingly traced back origin of dna and and have determined that animals, humans, and plants all came into existence at the same, same time. time. The exact same time. That there wasn't an evolutionary process. Um, we know that the dinosaurs, they find all 50 different kinds of dinosaurs mm-hmm. come into existence at the exact same period. There are no precursors or ancestors to the dinosaurs or, or anything morph. They don't have anything in the fossil records to, to show dinosaurs leading up to this. Mm-hmm. That they just... Boom, dinosaurs are on the scene. Yeah. And it's at the same time as animals and humans and all that. Um, that 90% of all ham- animal species come into existence, 95% of all plant species yeah. come into existence at the exact same time, yeah. which is the exact same time humans hit the scene. Um, which, I mean, come on. Like, this just shows. And, and the more you understand about uh, DNA and cells, the more you understand. I mean, they, they say that our, our cells are more complex than some of the biggest cities you know, like there's just so much happening inside your cell and different things happening and repair cells and all that, you know, like all this kind of stuff. And, and it can't just happen by happenstance. Mm-hmm. You can't just have a couple of amino acids that are just laying around in earth and they <clears throat> wiggle over to each other and start connecting and start making, you know, like a, a human cell has 239 protein molecules. Each one takes 445 amino acids, all being in sequential order, all in the same. You can't, that doesn't happen by accident. And the more we study DNA, the more we understand none of this happens by accident. Yeah. And it was interesting. Um, uh, I, I don't know if I shared this, um, but, uh, 
Richard Dawkins was asked about that. He, with all that we know about DNA and and cells, you know, the original science was simple cells. Like we know that not to be true. There are no simple cells. Mm-hmm. All cells are complex. Yeah. So how did life start on this earth? And and he said, doesn't the simple cell show? Um, that he was asked, doesn't the simple or doesn't the the cell show? That there's intelligent design. Mm-hmm. Something had to create this. Mm-hmm. Like this is too complex. And he said, he said, I think that life on this earth was seeded by some other intelligent beings in the universe or, or intelligence in the universe that life created there and was started there. And 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 then he was asked, okay, so where did that life start? Yeah. And he was like, by some other intelligent. <laughs> It, and so the the person, and this was Ben Stein in that yeah. movie Expelled, is asking him these questions. Oh, okay. And he, and he goes, so, so, he goes, so you're saying there's intelligent design in right. the universe. And, and which is the same thing Albert Einstein mm-hmm. believed, that mm-hmm. there was intelligent, these, the, the men that are at the forefront of these, these groundbreaking scientific studies are telling you that chaos cannot create law and order mm-hmm. in the universe that we we can study something and it has reproducible law and and systems and mm-hmm. study you don't have order from chaos <clears throat> it's impossible so something created it something ordered it something set it into motion and created the laws by which it abides by yeah you know the sun and the moon and the stars and that we can know the rotation of the planets and know where they're going to be at the, like something set yeah, everything order in order to that. that our planet sits at the perfect spot that it does mm-hmm. that we can get up to 100 degrees but not 150 because mm-hmm. we would bake yeah. and we can get down to negative 30 but not a negative 100 mm-hmm. like we were placed at the perfect spot away from the sun so that life can be sustained that we tilt during different seasons you know to yeah. you know rotate the yeah i mean come on and and you know going back um to the 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 six day creation um, we were made here and everything else supports us so the creator who made the sun also made us and going back from like our distance to it and the, the sustainability it's because there was a divine creator right. who made all of it Right. And that to me is the most believable thing. Um, it's, it, it takes less faith to believe in God than yeah, it does in science. I know. Which is crazy, but it's true. Yeah. What about the aliens though? Okay. So we haven't gotten into that, but aliens, <laughs> what is my opinion of aliens? <clears throat> Cause I did, I did have somebody ask that afterwards. After the service. Yep. Yeah. And, and I said, look, if there's life elsewhere in the universe, um, God would have had to start it. Mm. And God does not reveal that. Nowhere in the Bible does it say he created life anywhere else. Um, it doesn't say he didn't, mm-hmm. but um, God would have had to create it and Jesus would have had to die for it. So in some way, shape, or form, because Jesus died for everyone. Yeah. Unless it's a sinless life somewhere, but God says there's only one who's ever been sinless, right. and that's Him. Um, and He tells us that Adam and Eve, when they sinned, that it corrupted all of creation, mm-hmm. meaning every single part of creation, meaning every planet, every sure. place in the solar system yeah. was affected by the sin on our planet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so it's also interesting that God tells us that all of the sky, all of it um, is simply there for his glory that he puts the celestial beings into orbit to tell time and to bring light. And um, he tells us that their purpose is, is just to show his glory. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would put life out there for it. Um, that would kind of be counterproductive to what he's doing. And then it also says uh, um, in Hebrews that on the last day, he's going to rip the sky open like a veil. Like all of this was just Mm. a backdrop 
and he, he's going to rip it open and we're going to see him face to face. Right. Um, so aliens, um, I don't think the Bible supports that. Um, now, as a, as a firm believer in UFOs, as I am, okay, that there are unidentified flying objects, which simply means there are things flying around that we, the common people, do not get an explanation to. Yeah. I 100% agree. I mean, <clears throat> the Navy came out and said that 10 right. years ago and showed you these videos of these Tic Tacs that are flying around at supersonic speeds and <laughs> going in the water and coming out and stuff like that. And so, yeah, like if I, if I didn't have faith in God, um, would I look at those things and go, yep, aliens, life elsewhere and all that. But I have faith in God. And so I look at those things. And and I believe uh, we have a couple of people at Grace Hill that have some really, really incredible UFO <laughs> stories um, that have seen flying uh, ships and saucers yeah. and um, and I'm a firm believer in the you know the Phoenix Lights, you know you had uh, twenty fifteen twenty years ago you had an entire metropolis see a giant V flowing, flying over the city of Phoenix, you know, that right. was a half mile wide. There are pilots that said they could have landed on it. It was so big um, that were flying into Sky Harbor, you know. Um, do I believe that these objects exist? Yep. And I believe that there is a human explanation for them. I know as someone who studies aviation that way back in the 50s, we were designing, you know, uh, stealth bombers and, and in the 60s mm-hmm. we were developing the the black hawk that was that was 80 years ago right and with all that we have inside i mean good lord uh what's his name elon musk is flying people into outer space with a little spaceship that they push a button and go you know like i think somehow somewhere someone the cia someone has figured out these unmanned drones that can do incredible mm-hmm. things that we can't imagine yeah um, and you know, because saucer. we couldn't have imagined it, we couldn't have imagined what we have. We have now AI robots, then. right? We have these, right? These, right? You know, like the, I can, I can literally do anything I want mm-hmm. on this thing. So yeah, do I believe that we have created some type of ship that? Mm-hmm. Does some purpose, sure. some type of drone, some type of flying object yeah. that people see and go, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. Sure. That could be us. I believe it. I want to pause you for just one second. Okay, we're back. All Sorry right. about that. But hey, so, it, it led you the, it gave you the opportunity to. Yeah. We took a brief pause there. Yeah. Uh, and it, I found my notes on all the dragon stuff. So... So just if this kind of stuff curious, if it, if you're curious about this kind of stuff, um, well back to the aliens. So, um, I don't think, I don't think the Bible supports life elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have a crazy theory cause once again, I'm, I'm like, Hey, if, if this is true and, and you know, like how, how do you explain for what people see or something like that? Yeah. The last thing I have and I, one of my friends suggested this one time, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. If sometime in the future we do just develop time travel, yeah, it could be us from could the be future. Us. Yeah, it could be us. I read something um, with respect to this where, where um, somebody made a prediction or, uh, yeah, a theory that, that aliens were demons and angels. I mean, if I was Satan and I wanted people not to believe in God, one of the things that I would do is, you know, the show Ancient Aliens. Mm-hmm. If you ever check out that show, mm-hmm. it's got that crazy hair guy, you know, like, <laughs> and, who and does all, no drugs. Right. And all he does is talk about how aliens are behind the pyramids, aliens are yeah. behind this, aliens are behind this, that, that somehow outside life came and seeded life here and started. Mm-hmm. So could it be demonic? Sure. Sure. Anything that takes you away from God, anything that points in a different direction, anything that says, not God, this. Right. Is, it can be demonic. Yeah. Um, and so, sure. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, I said I found my notes on the dragon mm-hmm. stuff. So um, the the word dinosaur wasn't coined until 1941 by the famous zoologist Sir Richard Owen, and it means terrible lizard. So before that period, there was no word dinosaur, and everything would be dragon. Like that was the word yeah. used. And so you have the Sumerian story of the Gilgamesh dating back to 200 BC, where the hero kills a dragon in the forest. You have Alexander the Great. When he entered India in 330 BC, he described these massive, massive reptiles that they kept in cages. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chinese culture is filled with stories of encounters with dragons. Marco Polo describes encountering a dragon. We have dragon and dinosaurish stories out of Israel, South America, Greece. Mm -hmm. And in England, Sir George killed a dragon that lived in a cave in the 1300s. Job 41 talks about um, the giant arm. It says this. I will not fail to speak of Leviathan's limbs, its strength and its graceful form. Mm-hmm. Who can strip off its outer coat? Who can penetrate its double coat of armor? Who dares to open the doors of its mouth, ringed with a fearsome teeth? Its back has rows of shields tightly sealed together. Each is so close to the next, there is no air that can pass between them. When they are joined fast to one another they cling together and cannot be parted its snorting throws out flashes of light its eyes are like the rays of the dawn flames stream from its mouth sparks of fire shoot out this is in job 41 in the bible um smoke pours from its nostrils as from a boiling pot over burning reeds its breath sets coals ablaze and its flames dart from its mouth what is he describing a dragon. Fire-breathing dragon. Yeah. And this is in the Bible. This is yeah. Job. This is an animal that he has encountered, that he is talking to God about in Job 41. Um, and, and like I said, they have insects that have found uh, in, in the Amazon that can combine different chemicals to make smoke come out. Um, uh, in, in May th- uh, 13th, 1572... Near Bologna, I don't know how to say that, Bologna, Italy, a man named Baptista killed a dragon. There are descriptions of this and drawings that fit with a small dinosaur called a Taniostrophius. <laughs> uh, mammoths and flying dinosaurs like uh, uh, are, are carved. Yeah, they. so not only do they find... Um, uh, flying dinosaurs, but also mammoths carved into stone in Southwest America. Mm-hmm. The Inca stones in Peru depict a T-Rex and a Triceratops. Mm-hmm. That's only a thousand years ago. Right. How did these people know what they look like? Right. And drew them to exact specifications. Mm-hmm. You have the temple in Cambodia that is drawing Triceratops perfectly. Um, you have Mesopotamia ceramics that are drawing dinosaurs. Um and, and even today, uh, in Papua New Guinea, in 1999, they they have a large dinosaur-like reptile that was <clears throat> seen in the Lake Murray area. I mean, like this, you look at Job 40, and it talks about behemoth. So right before that, um, it says, look at behemoth, which I made along with you. This is This is God speaking. God speaking. Look at behemoth, which I made along with With you, and which feeds on grass like an ox. What strength it has in its loins, what power in the muscles of its belly. Its tail sways like a cedar. The sinews of its thighs are close-knit. Its bones are tubes of bronze. Its limbs like rods of iron. It ranks first among the worst works of God, yet its maker can approach it with a sword. A raging river does not alarm it. It is secure through the Jordan should it surge against its mouth. Can anyone capture it by the eyes or trap it and pierce its nose? I mean, they're they're describing dinosaurs. Yeah. The, um, the evidence is all around. Yeah. So, you know, creation, the Bible, like... You don't have to back away from it. Um, There's tons of evidence of God everywhere Mm -hmm. in the truth here. And perhaps if we stopped looking 
so vehemently to, to disprove the Bible and rather look to it as a guide. <laughs> right. Um, to fill in the gaps. Yeah. You know, you know, keep studying science, keep diving sure. further because God's going to reveal more and more. Yeah. You know, like some of the most incredible scientific medical discoveries, you're like, why were they looking at that and testing that? I think because God's leading them towards it and he's right. nudging them and Holy Spirit's pushing them and being like, hey, scrape some of that mushroom off and then boil it and then add this to mm-hmm. it and watch. You know, like, and they're like, oh, so I experimented with mold and I found yeah. penicillin. Yeah, you know, and, like, and that's a great example, I think, of, of you know, we, we've mentioned before that we'll pray, I'll pray for something and God answers that prayer um, in his in his way, and it's not necessarily the solution that I would have ever thought of, but God solved it, you know, right. in His own way. And I think a lot of the the discoveries that that we have, um, you know, the usage of of such discoveries or creations, you know, things that we've created, um, is is God leading us to this? Like we're headlong looking for a solution for this. And then through that, he gives you a solution for something completely right. else, something completely different. Um, it's it's uh, it's mysterious. And there's modes of science that completely believe the Bible, like mm-hmm. archaeology. Yeah, um, archaeologists have found they literally scour <clears throat> the Bible and have found dozens and dozens and dozens of ancient cities, exactly where the Bible says. Yeah, mm-hmm. and some of the greatest cities they still hope to find they dig into the bible for the answers because they know that this is an accurate source of information um and and they're diving i also just found uh my notes about um the missing links i don't know if you want to hear all that so these are you know supposedly science has found these links between apes and human beings Mm -hmm. like these missing links right so the the first one the java man is what it was called uh, was described as a missing link between ape and man. Uh, yet his leg bone has been found to be human, and his head was found over 50 feet away and mm-hmm. has been shown to most likely be from another creature. Yeah. Uh, the Piltdown Man, presented to the world as a missing link, mm-hmm. 45 years later, scientists found that the jawbone was attached artificially to a human skull and the teeth had been filed down and the bones treated to make them appear older. The Nebraska man, 1922, was simply a tooth found by a scientist and claimed to be the missing link. Later, it was discovered that it was actually a pig's. The Neanderthal man, found in Germany, promoted as the missing link, paraded Mm -hmm. in the museums around the world and in textbooks. It discovered that he walked stooped because he was diseased and suffering from vitamin deficiency mm. and has since been recategorized as a homo sapien. And then in 1964, the Lucy discovery discovered that the knee was found 200 feet deeper and two to three kilometers away from the rest of the body and thought to be of a different species. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no observable evidence right which keep looking i guess you know if that's if that's your thing keep looking so so yeah any other what are some of the other big questions about evolution or creation well again you covered you covered so much material within that 25 minutes and like i said if if you're looking for more resources um there are tons of sure um, there are books out there um, that, uh, that you can find. Um, the two websites that I gave you, um, the the Alpha Omega Institute and the um, Answers in Genesis, and there's podcasts out there about this stuff. Yeah. Um, there's tons of information. And there's you. Yeah. Yeah. As, as I know we how like to, to read say. And then tell you what That's I That's right. He can read it. He can write it down and read it and then tell you. Yes. Um, as we've said before, you know, your accessibility is, is one of the things that's special about you, you know, and even in growing, in a growing church like ours, um, you know, we, we do this podcast partly so that you can have, 
um, more access to Pastor Justin. Um, but part of that is you can ask him questions. And so um, Sunday mornings are difficult times to come up to you and ask you questions. I got but, a question. Did you? Yeah. Oh, well, now would be the time. Okay. So Robin Gore asked, what What do I think about the revival at Asbury? Oh, yeah. Um, and so if to catch you up, it, I mean, it's all over the news, yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know. It's that. done. Is it still, it's done. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there was a large revival. Um, and, uh, and I think, um, I think what we saw is, is a very, very awesome worship experience. Um, and, uh, the term revival is an interesting term. It simply just means, um, that, that, uh, That the miraculous is happening. I guess it would be a, a simple okay. um, statement. Um, that there's some type of service going on, some type of worship service going on, and either people are getting healed or people are getting uh, that, that you're seeing spiritual gifts come to life. Mm-hmm. Either talking in tongues or healing or prophecy or um, you know any of the kind of worshipful spiritual gifts. Um, and so what what we understand about revivals is of course they happen. Um, we see them at Pentecost. We see them all throughout the Bible when, you know, someone preaches and, you know, thousands are saved and baptized. Um, and so there, there was a lot of heat about this on both sides, sure. you know, like people defending it and people's, you know, saying like, it's, no, it's fake and no surprise there. Right. Um, and, and I think both things can be true at the same time. A hundred percent. Um, it is awesome mm-hmm. that there was a worship service that did not stop for weeks. Right. That just constant worship was happening, preaching, music, um, you know, uh, prayer that for weeks in one location, mm-hmm. they just did not stop worshiping. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I love that. But that's a picture of the world. Yeah. That every day throughout the year, Throughout the day, throughout the weeks, so like someone is worshiping God mm-hmm. at all times, at all yeah, places. Prayer exists. Um, the the part I think that was right to criticize was not what they were doing, but it was the reactions of people saying, um, "Oh, look at the Holy Spirit being there! Wow, the Holy Spirit's doing a, a marvelous work there! Yeah. Oh, we need to go there mm-hmm. to be a part of what the Holy Spirit's doing." Right. Um, that's false. The Holy Spirit is active everywhere. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is here. Like the Holy Spirit is sitting in the presence or, or, or sitting in the sanctuary of Grace Hill yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And and I love when when you get the the Pentecostal type people that come up and they, they're like, Holy Spirit, we invite you into this place. And it's like, would you shut up? Yeah. Like the Holy Spirit owns this mm-hmm. place. This is the Holy Spirit's place. The Holy Spirit dwells here. It's like someone walking into my house and being like, I am so glad you are here. I'm inviting you to be right. here. It's like, this is my house, bro. Yeah. You came into my house. And that's the way the church is. Like, that's God's house. Yeah. We don't invite him to be there. He is there. And the Holy Spirit is doing work. Like, just because, and, and, the, and that's the part that bothers some people is, is they're like, you know, they're, they're acting like this is the only place where the Holy Spirit could, like people were flying from England to be there. Right. Yeah. It's like, you don't need to go anywhere. Like, like the Holy Spirit is more active there. Right. The Holy, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit's doing something extra there. The Holy Spirit fully does the Holy Spirit thing Mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah. And there are miracles happening every Sunday at Grace Hill. Yeah. Every Sunday at Grace Hill. Their lives being changed. Mm -hmm. Their hearts being tugged on. Mm -hmm. There are answers to doubts being happening. You know, like, the Holy Spirit does a miracle every single Sunday at Grace Hill in dozens of people's lives. Mm-hmm. You don't know it. Um, you know, people are healed of things. Yeah. You know, all the time. Yeah. Here at Grace Hill. Yeah. Um, I think when you boast about it, when you videotape it, when you push it out as the Holy Spirit's healing people here, you need to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's... <clears throat> there's some people out there that do stuff like that. They're sure. like, Hey, come to our healing service tonight. You're going to be healed. 
Right. Uh, I know, I know when I pray this prayer, I've had 75 people here. I can heal the, this guy over here. He heals these things. This mm-hmm. guy over here. He, no, he doesn't. He doesn't do a thing. Mm-hmm. God heals people. Yeah. And if God chooses to use certain people to heal people. Okay. But it doesn't mean that they can do it all the time. Right. And, and that's the problem is once you do heal somebody, once you're a part of healing somebody, I should say, um, in order for you to keep that street cred, you, you have to do it every time. Right. And that's not how God works. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to be able to predict what God does and where and when. Right. That's part of right. him being God. Right. And so, um, incredibly beautiful thing that yeah. worship was happening nonstop for weeks. Yeah. Love what those kids were doing. Love the people's heart and passion to keep it going with mm-hmm. them. Um, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Um, and I, I, yeah, I, I believe miracles happened, um, that people were healed of things that people, um, uh, found faith yeah. that people, um, were, were moved. Um, but it's, it's not right to say that the Holy Spirit does extra in one place and not yeah. in others. Holy Spirit's doing stuff everywhere. Yeah. Good question, Robin. Good question. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. We welcome them all. Yes. Well, thank you. Thanks again for your flexibility. Yeah. And um, and for changing days and times here and 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 for the content. Um, again, it was really a well received message. And by that I mean there was a buzz about it. No pun intended. There was a buzz about it uh, since Sunday. That's been oh, kind of yeah. going on. And uh, and so you know that people are are um, longing yearning for for more information um that reveals god's majesty and and the wonder um as well so keep them coming keep them up yeah and good good uh sermon text coming this sunday as well and so looking forward to having you all here uh, with a Sunday morning for worship again, 8 a.m., 9:30 a.m., and 11 a.m. here at 20275 Honeysuckle Drive, and um, we have space for you. God loves you, and we do too. God bless. God bless you. <laughs>